0: Hello everyone and welcome to Contains Lemons, a podcast about fucking fanfiction. Literally. My name is Lorna and here with me, as always, with newly dyed hair, is my fantastic co-host, Bex. Are you saying that my hair is always newly dyed? Yes. Okay. Yep, fair enough. That's, I mean, that's, that wouldn't be untrue, would it? No, that's fair. No, good, good, good. That's what we like to hear. So, this is episode seven and today we are tackling one of the best Disney films of all time. Yep, clearly. Uh, We're tackling Mulan, and this is a Ping uh, and Shang fanfic. How do you feel about that? Brilliant. I mean, um, obviously, I don't know whether to class Ping as like canon or gender bent, really. I mean, I guess technically it's a gender bent character, but Ping is technically in existence in in some sense in the actual movie. Yeah, it's just that the genitals have been swapped around. Yeah. So. This was a really interesting fic, um, this fanfiction is White Magnolia Pink Chrysanthemum, try saying that ten times fast, don't try saying it ten times <laughs> fast because you actually will, uh, on fanfiction.net and it's by Yashodoa which is Y-A-S-H-O-D-O-A. The author has also written fics about Inuyasha, Final Fantasy, Harry Potter and something else which I'm not going to attempt to pronounce <laughs> but lots of varied uh Fandom, so something for everyone, I'm sure. English is their second language, which yes. I thought was pretty impressive. Yeah, really impressive for this fic, actually. Um, they also have, uh, I believe, a more active deviant art page than they do fanfiction.net. Page. Oh, okay, yeah. So this fic was written last year, I believe, in this July, twenty sixteen. Um, yeah. So they're kind of semi-active. The author states that they specialize in gender bending, which yeah. I was interesting. That's really cool. I've, I've got to admit that it's not really. I've read occasional gender bend tricks here and there. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's not, not th- something I've come across in the masses. It's not something I actively search out. No, but I'm... you know, I'm into it. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about Mulan, shall we? First, the film. The okay. Epic 1998. 1998? Disney film, yeah. Um, so I've got to admit that actually, I think Shang was like, you know, when you have like your first crush Right, on a yeah. cartoon your as a first... child? My first crush was Shang from Mulan. Mine was on uh, Kobe from Lion King 2. I don't blame you. Couldn't tell you why. Who <laughs> <laughs> just... voiced that? We're going to go on a great Google yeah, later. There's just something about him. He's got like character. <laughs> character <laughs> that's the most basic thing you could say about anything i love it but no i get what you mean so mulan where does it rate for you i love it it's like i watch it quite a lot when i'm like sick at home it's yeah. like my kind of one of my go-to like films for when i just kind of want to snuggle in and watch something it's like it's good it's quality disney it is quality disney it really is um one thing I will say about this fic for anybody looking to go into it is that there is one glaring absence for me in this fanfiction. Oh yes. Mushu. There is no mushu. No. No no cricket. No, no cricket either. Khan is in it, but yeah. obviously not in his kind of the way that he is in the movie. He's no. just Ping's horse. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> I didn't realize quite how much they meant to me until they were gone so it's just worth noting if you're going to go into this fic that you should prepare yourself for the heartbreak of momentarily thinking that mushu is in it before finding out that in fact he is not so the history of mulan i did i did some reading okay so it turns out that mulan is actually based on uh, a real person which i did know yeah. Um and she was a warrior who took her dad's place in the army and served twelve years and won lots of battles and medals. Twelve years without getting found out. I don't know if she got found out or not in the twelve years. Oh okay, but that's interesting. It's, it's really Did she cool. get found out at the end? I have no idea. Don't ask me questions that I didn't go that deeply into, but I just thought that was Well, it'll cool. all be part of your, your quiz. My later. quiz. Oh I'm so excited. I prepared a brief ancient China fact quiz. Oh god. So I'm gonna really fuck up on this. History, it's only I, it's four questions. I, I can still fuck which, up in four questions, which I looked up about two minutes before you got here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this. Like we said, this fan fiction is a gender bend fic, meaning that Ping, uh, as he appears in the fic, is actually. Uh, a nandan, I guess, or a nandan. I don't know how. I don't know how to pronounce it either. I've tried googling it, but it's not being very forthcoming. Yeah, no, there's not a lot of information about it online. I tried to look it up, but it's uh, where a male actor plays a female role in a Chinese opera, usually in the lead. Yep. Yeah. So Ping is killing it, basically. He is he's, slaying. He is slaying it. He's, he's amazing. He's in his local opera. Well, he goes across opera houses, doesn't he? Really. He does, but at the start of the thing, he's just kind of in his in his local opera house. In his local opera house, because that's the thing that places do. I had a local opera house. Do you though? Would we ever go to it? No. No. Exactly. Exactly. With that, let's get a little bit more into the storyline. So, Shang storyline pretty much the same. Seems to be. Yeah. His his father is General Li. Is that right? Yeah. Um. In. The Imperial Army, which is all canon, I think. Yeah. It states in the fact that he's twenty three years old. I don't know how accurate that is to the Disney movie, but seems about right. Seems about right to me. Um, so General Lee is was very good friends with Fazu, who is Ping's father. And when they are traveling with the army, they decide to stop off and visit Fazu and Ping, and uh, and obviously mother and grandmother those names we've both forgotten yeah well no i don't think grandma... i think grandmother is just grandmother oh okay and they go to see ping perform and shang is absolutely like what yeah like i have never felt these feelings before and it's a woman but it's not a woman and what am i doing and he just gets a bit bowled over and then i mean i guess essentially hanky panky ensues doesn't it pretty much i mean we relatively swiftly as well. <laughs> um I think it's chapter two that we first get some uh, <laughs> dry humping action save it save it for lemon time my friend um i've written here shang reaches out to touch ping's ear in the first chapter and it's a magical connection <laughs> okay then it felt very magical reading it so there's this really bizarre scene in in chapter two where it's well i thought it was kind of bizarre but also kind of realistic because they're at this market and they're kind of like just pushing each other to see how far the other one will go Mm. yeah that's the thing right but not like i mean i wouldn't buy somebody a scarf if i thought it was that just feels like a bit too much financial investment for me for what for a first date yeah pretty much you wouldn't buy someone a scarf no would you buy them a drink would you buy their cinema ticket I don't know. Would you buy them dinner? Where's the limit? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I paid for anything on my last first date. But that was a very long time ago, so... You're just cheap.
1: I am cheap.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're just cheap. Put it on my tombstone. So yeah, one of my favourite lines in that, actually. I had to write it down. I believe I saw your sword at the opera last night. It was much longer. Ping. (laughs) Just doing the lord's work quite frankly I kind of feel like though that one of the things you really get in the first couple of chapters is Shang's kind of uneasiness with Ping's career right and kind of I think that ties more widely into Shang's general confusion because it is mentioned in the fic that homosexuality would be you know it wouldn't be a big deal at the time yeah that's actually um, an actual thing I looked it up and apparently homosexuality in China not frowned upon Uh, basically until, you know, the 1800s when, you know, white people
1: (laughs) basically uh, kind of
0: inflicted their homosexuality and then it became, like, quite a stigmatised thing. But before then it was just kind of fine as long as the family line was being continued. Yeah, exactly, which is a storyline that goes very much through this Yeah. later. Spoiler alert. Can I ask you a question? So, basically... What happens in the plot is they kind of start hooking up, grandmother catches them, obviously because she's the best character that has ever existed. Yep. They start sneaking off to hook up, and then a few days later there's a call for the army. Yep. being the second-born son, uh, is chosen to go in his older brother's place, Minling, I think, who we never actually... We don't actually meet. No, because his older brother is married and there's no male heir to go to the army for that family so he goes in his wife's family for them yep leaving ping to go for the far family exactly so that happens and he is obviously assigned to the imperial army where shang is in charge of training them up um did you think was it a problem for you that the storyline i think out of all the fics we've read this was the most kind of um apart from the end, the most prescriptive. In that it followed the kind of actual movie so yeah. closely. I didn't mind it, but having seen the movie so many times, I did find it a bit hard not to, like, skim read. I was like, yeah, I, I know what happens here. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. But I, I wouldn't say I dislike it. Like, I read fix where that happens, like, quite a lot. I think it's, especially in kind of gender bend, I guess it's interesting to see the same story told but from a different perspective or with you know quite a significant character trait yeah bent that's very true Um, so it was okay but yeah I found it a little bit hard not to kind of skim through some of the bits that were just pertaining to the plot that we already know from the film yeah so what do you apart from the I mean I guess the genitals what do you think are the main differences between Ping and Mulan. Hmm I think Ping is kind of more easily persuaded into the romance side of things, whereas Mulan, perhaps because of her circumstance, she, you know, she's got other things to think about. Yeah. She's exactly. trying to hide her gender. Yeah, she's trying to true. She's trying to like, you know, save China, whereas Ping is very much like, I'm in the army, I'm not doing so great, but like I'm in the army, so yeah. it's kinda of like, I don't know. That's true. I, I also feel like I'm in the army with my boyfriend, so. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think, I think Shang being in the army as well made Ping seem a lot braver. Okay, yeah. Like, in terms of the way he moved socially, I guess. Right. Um, and, like, that camaraderie he kind of had. I know we see it in the films with Mulan, but it just felt a bit more... I don't know, it felt a bit more like he knew he could take a few more risks because he didn't really have as much to prove, but... Or as much to hide. Yeah, very true. Yeah, whereas Mulan was kind of focusing on, you know, not standing out from the crowd is not exactly the same in this, where no. it didn't matter so much. No. As we said, it kind of follows the film quite prescriptively. I think the most, some of the most enjoyable bits were seeing the little nods to the film as well, so we have Ling and Yao and Chenpo are still there, which yep. was really nice. No, Mushu, just going to keep throwing that in there. What the fuck? No, uh, Mushu, the name was given to one of Mulan's ancestors, or Ping's ancestors. Yeah. Just as a kind of little nod to it. But yeah. It's still sad. It was so, so. sad. Aww. I have literally written here in block capitals, Mushu is not in this story. What is the fucking point? I mean, obviously there's a point, but I just feel very strongly. Yeah. So, Ping is kind of. I think Ping instantly becomes more popular than. Mulan did in the film because he's chosen as a source of entertainment and morale for the troops yeah that's true um so he he performs his his opera um I love I've written down something here actually um I love the fact that Ping packed his uh makeup to go to war it is 100% something Bex would do (laughs) yeah that's pretty real (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I joined the army, but like, not if I can't wear a mascara. Well, exactly. Like, seriously, what would be the point? Yeah. What would be the point? They also um, used some of the songs from moving it and have Ping sing them, which is I thought was quite nice. I thought that was really clever, the way that yeah. was kind of... the way it was into written into was the really storyline, yeah, yeah. Um, because sometimes a song would spread out over, like, a couple of chapters, but it was just kind of yeah. still there, and it was really you could kind of see it happening because yeah. of the way it was described, I thought that was really really clever. Chen Po obviously figures out that, that Shang and, and Ping are banging from like the minute, I mean they're not banging yet, but the minute that he like sees the pair of them in any sort of, just looking at each other I think, he's like yeah, yeah okay, yeah, you love him, that's that, good. So the night that Ping first performs at supper, uh, Shang actually breaks it off with yes. Ping. Um, And Ping is really heartbroken. And Shang also appears to be really heartbroken. I don't know how I feel about the age gap in this. I know that this is ye old times but it made me still feel kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, Ping is 16. Yeah, and Shang is 23. And I get that it's all nice and romantic and in the days of old it was probably fine but I don't know. But. Yeah. I wonder what the average age of marriage was back then Yeah, yeah, like technically shouldn't Shang have already been married by that point. True, true, very true. Maybe Ping as well. Yeah, no, that's really, really, really true. So after them breaking up we have the uh the arrow scene because Shang sends ping home yeah how rough is that like you're yeah. getting dumped and sent home in yeah, shame from exactly. the army exactly like, dishonorable discharge dishonorable dumping was, yeah bye really nice knowing you thanks for everything yeah see you later um so shang's reasoning is that he wants ping to be safe and ping sees the arrow on the way out and it's like nah fuck like this mate yeah and just goes for it pretty much and he gets to stay which is really good and then it obviously progresses they go to the taoshan pass the avalanche scene was really it felt quite there was a little line where it was like sort of it felt like it was taking the piss out of the film a bit which was kind of great right did you miss this which line was it uh, he saw ping do a crazy stunt with his horse I didn't really catch that kind but, yeah. of involves the horse like going upside down and round and round and everything um uh, i did also think that the transition from kind of the the scene where they're sort of traveling along to where they you know see the devastation of the of the little village or whatever it was yeah. wasn't as dramatic as it was in the film because in that film it's like a really sudden like oh shit my. like they kind of had a i think there was a warning wasn't it because yeah, i think shang something. goes up first he's like wait here i know i need to go and yeah go and see um and obviously he finds out that his father has died and then the huns just unleash all hell and yeah. ping is trapped under the snow they assume he's dead but they yeah they f- literally like they don't no. waste two seconds no. <laughs> well he's dead No, okay let's go yeah shang's like uh i'll bring up the rear just you know just in case but seriously like there is no thought really whatsoever um it's very stressful actually when you think about it and then from there this is kind of where the story just kind of so this is chapter eight of i believe is it like 14 or something 13 or 14 yeah something like that and chapter nine is just like zero to like yeah, a I do feel, like, an hour. the pace in this, like, the first few chapters are kind of, like, you know, well-paced, and then occasionally you'll just get a chapter that's, like, and now, like, all this stuff... Yeah, absolutely. ...like, happens, mainly so that, like, I think you can get to the next point in yeah. to kind of get a lot of stuff, like, tidied up. Yeah, so... Chapter nine is like the big showdown in the city, and the emperor after this is like really grateful to Ping, and also just like drops it in like yo, I loved a guy too, but he died, and I had to continue my line. So and that guy was Chang's father's teacher. Yeah, that was just really quite a little bit clunky. I like I appreciated the sentiment of the storyline and of the emperor being like a mentor. <clears throat> to ping and shang yeah i don't know i did on. feel like the the trope of kind of like the emperor doing all these favors and stuff because it continues on and you know the emperor helps them out a few times i kind of feel like that's a bit kind of yeah we, we're gonna get onto that okay. in a sec okay. actually i think because so like the emperor is basically the biggest agony Aren't going it's yeah. like who doesn't have important shit to do like the huns are gone so that's fine uh he's just got to run the rest of china yeah and uh but he's got time to like pretty much counsel ping and shang on like where their relationship will go from here yeah um, and like you know arrange job offers and stuff exactly but. so the emperor offers ping the job of a uh, head of the imperial opera house so he and shang can stay together in imperial city while shang leads up the imperial army which is just a really quite a big i mean you're putting a 16 year old in charge of the in like Presumably the what Imperial was the Army. Imperial Ar- well what? Not the Imperial no. Army Imperial Opera House. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like also Imperial Opera House, probably like tour and stuff, though. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. So actually I thought one of the most um touching scenes, so after this has kind of happened they go back to Ping's village to visit Ping's family and there is a scene around the dinner table where Shang has to break it to Fazu that his father has passed like passed away. And there was something about that scene that I thought was actually done, like really- it was really touching and like really quite- It felt really genuine as to like the reaction that Fazu would have and Mm. the fact that Shang- I mean Shang seemed to process it very quickly but other than that it was- I thought that was a really nicely written scene. Was it quicker than the way everyone glossed over the death of Ping's brother? No, it can't have been, because that was literally a one-and-done line, wasn't it? Well, I don't know, also, they seem to be far more stressed about the fact that Ping might have to marry his brother's widow That's than true. the fact that his brother had actually died. It's That's... like, your brother's dead. Oh, I don't have to, like, marry his wife, do I? Because <laughs> that was a thing in ancient China. So yeah, from from there it all kind of goes a bit a bit bananas, because the emperor in his... great. So this is... time starts to jump. Yeah. Very much after this point. Um, So, in the scenes we just spoke about, we are literally in like the immediate aftermath of the showdown at Imperial City. Like chapter 10, I think. Yeah. I think like time jumps after that for like a couple of years, maybe. Um, I don't know if it's quite that long. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it (laughs) is. So, they live in Imperial City for a bit and then they they kind of. Agony aren't Emperor pulls some strings and it's like oh Ping you're unhappy why's that and Ping's like I don't fucking like the city yeah basically move me to the country I want to be nearer to my parents yeah so Emperor pulls some strings moves him to the country and then moves the head of his imperial army to this really fucking rural location so he and Ping can live together this does not seem yeah it, it doesn't kind of <laughs> I think maybe he gets put in charge of like a different part of the army but it essentially seems like a demotion a massive demotion yeah which (laughs) shang seems really (laughs) thrilled about which confused me even more because it's like dude were you i don't know i mean like ancient china was under like a lot of attacks maybe he was like i don't really want to be in charge ah true possibly possibly seems like a reasonable way to get beheaded (laughs) yeah that's true that's super true um so they're kind of house hunting in this little village and it just so happens that Shang's aunt and cousin lived there which he didn't know but they recognize him immediately on site which is confusing for everyone and uh this really strange but also kind of interesting storyline comes into play where Shang is forced to match and marry a girl at his aunt's insistence to continue his family line yeah I, i would like to point out that this all happens in chapter 11 they move to the country, yep. he meets uh, Shang's aunt and cousin who pressure him to get married, he goes to the matchmaker, gets a match, he GETS MARRIED, yeah, there's some like, wedding-y stuff, yep. and then that's it, that's all like one chapter. Yeah, it's, it's, this, is, this was the main issue I think I had with this fic was the time, the, just the time mm. jumps, it was so confusing. Because you don't, I don't think, I think the main problem is over the sense of time, if they say like, oh, it's been two years or it's been, you know, however many months or whatever, you don't get a sense of how Ping and Shang's relationship really changes over that period of time, you know? Mm. Are you just supposed to expect that they're like, are just madly in love with each other forever and like, they don't have really intense moments or like, anything like that? Yeah, Shang marries. Quinn May. Quinn May, who, pretty fucking great, actually. Yeah. Really like, great character. What a champ. <laughs> An absolute champ. Um, Shang's family give him, and her family, give him hell for not impregnating her. First it's within a month, then it's within two years. And she's just like, she's doing her lovely wifely duties, you know. She thinks Shang is a lovely husband, but there is one problem, isn't there? There is no sex happening There is no sex. that marital bed. No, no uh he is having some problems man problems man problems delicate problems that you know i mean erectile dysfunction's a thing talk to your doctors talk to your doctors (laughs) so in in the space of chapter 12 it kind of spans i think about three years which is very confusing yeah and quinn may discovers after two years of them being married that shang and ping are or were lovers. And my favourite part about this is that she hears it from a shopkeeper who does not seem to be able to piece together the fact that despite the fact he has the last name yep. and says to her, oh yeah, this general that was in the army and served with Ping. Oh, Lee, like your family. With, with the man in the army called Lee, Yeah. You know? The head of the imperial... Like, not a big deal at all. Completely confusing to me. And then...
1: Unless Gosh. that is
0: like we've read it quite innocently, and it's the shopkeeper being very catty, uh, it might trying be. to say like your husband's sleeping with that guy, <laughs> like <laughs> the fuck be. you gonna do about it, bitch? Yeah, just do something. So Quinn May follows Shang to Ping's house and basically just watches them bone down from outside the window. Oh yeah. Um, voyeurism in a time without technology must have been tough yeah it really must have been but she nailed it so um, go May. so Quinn seriously like Quinn is I think the most underrated character in this entire fic if I'm <sighs> honest so she then invites Ping to lunch and is like yo I know you're boning my husband it will be better for all of us if we had a threesome. If we had a threesome <laughs> because then he could put a baby in me and then he could continue his family line and I would be totally cool with you guys. She's just a fucking champ. Yeah, she's a real fucking champ. I so
1: spoiler um, alert doesn't
0: work out well for No, it doesn't her. work out well for her. It's just I just felt so sad for her.
1: Yeah, you know, it is very I sad.
0: Felt so sad for her because she's clearly a very nice young lady. Yeah, she's very accommodating. I think she thinks oh, she she's... wants is a baby. Yeah, oh, she and wants even that is a baby. she's not like Martha. Oh, no, exactly, and I think, you know, she's been trying to have sex with a man who can't get it <laughs> off her for two years. years. Um, you know, she's been really trying. She's been really trying, bless her. And it just one thing I have to say about the past couple of chapters, actually, this is a complete off-topic thing. Okay. Um Did you notice? Oh my god! Are you going to say it? Thirteen and fourteen, the typos. Yes. So this was it. Very much confused me. Distracting thing. Yeah. Oh my god. Go ahead. To the point where I was like, I was reading through it and I was like, wait, who's this? Who who is Ling? What? And I got very very confused, (laughs) thinking that Ling was some new character, but actually uh, there are just many many instances of ping being typoed to ling which is so stressful because actually ling was the guy in the army yeah with them. so so i was just sat there reading it the, and i was like no no i can't get this out of my head it was really confusing um, yeah, it, was it happens difficult. yeah it happens in some quite crucial points but i i felt like i had to raise that because jesus christ that was that was rough for the yeah. last couple of chapters no it was um, it was pretty brutal it was a lot it was like it's not just like one or two here or there it was like every time yeah um and i get that like english isn't this author's first language no, but just get i did feel reader, like, like, like it could use major yeah exactly yeah. um so then chapter 14 i think if we go into lemon time after chapter oh, 14 oh can we go back to chapter 13 yeah of course we quinn may absolute champ yeah dealing with her husband who has a boyfriend yeah you know, she tells Ping that she loves them both. I know, isn't she Yeah. Cute? Do you think that it was kind <clears throat> of like, towards... So, I say towards the end of the fic, I mean in chapter 14, because that's literally all that we have left of the fic. Yeah. Do you think it had developed into, like, a more polyamorous arrangement yeah. between the three of them? Yeah, I think so, because... Ping and Quinn May have like this really nice kind of relationship. I think they've got her sexual chemistry, quite frankly. Are you? Um, but we'll get into that. And uh, so, chapter 14, at the end of chapter 13, we find out Quinn May's pregnant. Yay! Yay. Quinn May! And then in chapter 14, Ping's grandmother dies, uh, literally when Quinn May is about to pop out the sprog. So, naturally, off they felt Yeah exactly. See, yeah. So, the two see of Pink's them grandmother. fuck off. Not like, you know... Leave their heavily pregnant wife. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then... uh, And then when they return... Do we even want to talk about the ending? Because honestly, it just made me furious. And I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, I knew it was going to happen. It was Um, so sad. It was so sad. So there is conveniently a fever sweeping China at this time, which I do not doubt was very common. Yeah, I mean, like, Um, typhoids are things. Yeah, so... uh, Obviously, a really clean way to make sure that Ping and Shang live happily ever after, and not in their interesting polyamorous relationship with the lovely Quinn May, who has been nothing but fantastic for the duration of this fan fiction. they just kill her off with the fever, gruesomely as well. Like Super she dies gruesomely. during a C-section. Yeah, I mean, a C-section, presumably with like. I mean, I don't even know what how that was going on really i mean i think at that point in those days like when they say you know when you say c-section what they mean is like bye mom we yeah, were interested exactly. in the kids yeah pretty much or kids in this case because they have had twins twins and they have one boy and the little girl is mulan and then it's a happy ending Happy ending, Happy Queen ending. May's dead. Queen May's dead. It's a flash forward to like four years later in that shitty like Hunger Games, Fifty Shades of Grey twilight scene where there are children running around the lawn and everybody's having a bloody lovely time. I haven't lovely. seen Fifty Shades of Grey or read it, so I have to take your word for it on that one. Lovely. <laughs> and also you're in for a treat for our next episode, my friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so with that, and the really annoying death of... Would it have been better if she'd been alive? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. I think having, you know, the end of a, a fic where they end up in a polyamorous relationship, I don't think I've ever read anything where that no, happens. give me that. Yeah, I'll that. Someone write that for me. Yeah, Then please. send it to me yeah. too. contains lemons at <laughs> Please rewrite this and end it like that. It would be perfect. Do you think mm-hmm. this would have worked better if chapters 1 to 9 had been a fic, and chapters 10 to 14 had been a separate fic. I would have been so much more interested Like reading- Like a sequel? Yes, I would have been so much- but then I don't know if, having read chapters 1 to 9, if I would have bothered with a sequel. Right. Do you see what I mean? Okay. Not that it's bad. But just I kind of would have been like, oh, okay, mm. I don't know how much of a sequel person I am, if I'm quite honest. Okay, depends how into the original story I am. Mm. Unless there's like a next generation, I'm a real traditionalist, unless there's like a next generation element to it for me, I'm very rarely a sequels person. Mm. So, shall we? We shall. Ah, <sighs> oh, lemon time, it's been a long time, my friend. Oh, Yeah. Take it away. So, this fic, it's obviously not super long. I mean, it's 14 chapters, and I think it is 75,000 words. Yep. Most of them are gay. (laughs) (laughs) Most of the words are explicitly gay. Which is fantastic. (sighs) No, this is... uh, No, actually, I wouldn't say that this is, like, overly... Lemony, but you know there's there's a healthy dose. No, there's a. Did you did you read? I I, ha, I couldn't remember if I had ever read the phrase "heavy lime" before. Heavy lime. Before this book, that was one of the things that they used to. One of the descriptions that the author used at the okay. beginning, and I thought that was brilliant. Heavy lime. Heavy lime. Okay. Fair enough. I haven't <laughs> read that before, but I'm into it. I mean, makes sense. So, chapter two is where they first really kind of. Start getting into it where grandma sees Ping and Shang dry humping. Ah, oh, dry humping. And I like this because Ping is 16, so it feels really you know, That's dry humping yeah, age. That is super dry humping age. I mean, what else do you do at that? I mean, don't answer that. And I was super into it, presumably because, as well, I mean, it's explicitly written that neither of them had ever done that with a guy before so they were kind of a bit like oh what's going on here let's figure this out and it all felt very like kind of new dry humping definitely the way forward in that situation i don't think i read enough about dry humping <laughs> no i don't not where it's like not awkward and changeworthy. Yeah. and i think you need to acknowledge sometimes that dry humping can be a good thing in chapter three shang gives ping head Mm. Is that how it starts off Or have uh, I, I written this down wrong the Ping goes uh, Shang head I th- I've, gotten, I've gotten Shang gives Ping a handjob That goes into a blowy. Yeah Yeah, um, And then it's very briefly returned the favour mm. So yeah Starts off you know with dry hunting But very quickly you know Kind of gets into more as that's on chapter 3 But then it's not until chapter 6 I've got here that we get some like You know actual gay sex yeah can i just pull up something from two things from chapter three very quickly um so grandmother basically tells them where to go and shag yeah uh shag valley as i have nicknamed it for the purposes of this fic yep uh basically great i am all for people telling you for the secluded spaces where you can go and get it on in the dark um also there is a line when you know they're kind of seeing each other naked for the first time and doing whatever they're doing and it's Ping can't wrap his fingers around the girth, and I have written next to it, this is not a dick you want in your bum, Ping Yeah, that's pretty real Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. Let's be really serious about that. That seems to be completely forgotten in the future. Yeah, I actually Uh, didn't pick up on that line. Well, cripes I mean, I don't know if I'm just easily scared, but Jesus Christ Yikes. Yikes Yeah, I think they have kind of a couple of awkward conversations about how exactly gay sex happens? Sword in the chrysanthemum. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, is that an ancient Chinese proverb? Who fucking knows what it is? I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> basically, arseholes are referred to as pink chrysanthemums. C- chrysanthemums. <laughs> pink flowers. We'll get back to you <laughs> after a message from our sponsor wish we had fucking sponsors yeah, please <laughs> please pay my food shop i'd sell please. for like a cup of junk <laughs> <lunch>. oh, <no. laughs> Jesus. lingerie that shit's oh, yeah. expensive yeah, why yeah. You send me some fruit <laughs> <jobs>? <laughs> right chapter six let's do it they do the shag they do the shag chang seems to know about easing in which is nice because you never kind of i think that's something that i've pointed out a few times yeah about anal infix that we've read, like. You know there is just a shove usually and that makes me i mean yeah normally you know. or like in other fics that we've read and reviewed mm-hmm. it's been very brief in terms of preparation yeah um but they seem to get a bit of it in here which yeah. is nice uh, there is a phrase that i find kind of Weird and graphic in, like, a uncomfortable way, which is referring to Ping as... Oh, my God. ...sucking him in. Oh, no, that wasn't... No, my one was... What? He could see it pulsing under the moonlight. <laughs> the it being Ping's anus. Oh. That's not something I ever want to think about. No. Pulsing. Oh, pulsing. What? great for the... Oh, and oil. also... Oil. Yeah, oil. Like... Never get a lube mentioned. No, like Bravo. Yeah. Uh, The other thing I would now maybe like I just have haven't watched enough gay porn. No, I can't say it's something I've watched a lot of, to be honest with you. But you've got to have a huge dick, like lengthwise, to be able to have anal face to face. Yes, that was what I was thinking as well. I was very confused by this. Maybe it's a thing. If if you're listening to this and you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? That's definitely a thing. Just, like, send me... Your favourite gay porn links. Yeah. Send us your favourite gay porn links. Send us something we we can can watch so I can watch. We will educate ourselves. Every time I've seen something like that, it's been very much like, you know, it's a doggy style kind of thing. Yeah. Just, like, angle-wise, there's um, positioning and height. It's got to be a lot of, like, you know, planning yeah. going into that, if and that's I mean, a thing. But um, it refers to Ping as coming all over their chests, which obviously means that they're face-to-face. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I don't know how it works. We'll um, watch some gay porn tonight if Yeah, out. we will. I also would like to point out that Ping's anus takes it like a champ. Because, oh, yeah. Uh, during the preparation, there is not one, not two, oh, yes. but three fingers up there it just starts to get I, a bit weird I I've got weird hands I, but don't there becomes like I, a, just, I don't know like more of a stabbing kind of th- I don't know it just doesn't seem right to me I don't know it's like a knuckle situation oh god let's just not let's <clears throat> just not yeah I appreciate the fact that you know this is <laughs> <laughs> for fuck's sake um I appreciate the fact that this is their first time and they're just full-on fucking in the open air, like, a hundred foot from the rest of the camp. Yeah. Full of... Fucking go for it. Yeah, just do what. Do do what Privacy in ancient China in an army camp. (laughs) They're just doing the best that they can. Privacy anywhere in an army camp. I mean, honestly, I don't think it exists. Chapter seven. I wanted to pull this up because I have never used the... I've never heard of the word tits being used to describe a man's pecs before but it was in this. And oh, I wonder if that's no, a I translation that. thing. Maybe. I don't know. I thought it was intriguing. I've also written more logical sex under chapter notes for this. I'm what? <laughs> what? I can't tell if I've written that because the sex is actually more logical or if I'm kind of saying it in a sarcastic way, that it's like, oh great, more logical sex, where they're like fucking face to face. So um, I read oh this God. a long time ago <laughs> um, to break the fourth wall. Uh, so I can't really remember what half my notes so, are about. No, so in chapter seven, this is actually a great chapter because they're, I think they might even, or I don't know if it's a different sex scene to chapter six actually, but basically they're going at it fully nude, ling- comes down to the river to bathe um, which is near where they're shagging and so they kind of sneak off and make themselves scarce but they don't take their clothes with them Can so I Ling mean? and Yao steal their clothes which is great and then everybody knows that they're shagging not yeah. that they didn't already no one knows, gives a shit nobody cares I like that nobody cares I think is the next time we get at chapter 10 yeah, yeah. Uh, which is again face-to-face anal yeah I don't don't look at me man I don't know I don't know. I don't know if I particularly like this scene because he kind of has a nightmare and then it's like kind of sex to forget. Yeah. Like about his nightmare. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. It felt a bit, uh, a bit strange to me too. Um, in this scene, Shang licks Ping's belly button, which I have personally found truly disturbing. Yeah, like I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've dated like some scummy, scummy guys, but do do that. I don't even want to know about the belly button fluff you've encountered in your time, my friend. Yeah. It's a miracle I'm still alive. <laughs> oh, okay, so shall we talk about kind of where Quin May enters the picture? Yeah. So as we mentioned earlier, erectile dysfunction. It's a problem. It's a problem. Shang has it when it comes to Quin Mae, even though she tries her hardest. Yeah. She's got her she's got a little night on. she's like doing all her tricks. And like on their wedding night he just about, you know, sort of manages to do the job and yeah. then like cries to ping afterwards yeah which is kind of depressing super depressing super depressing but yeah Quinn may doesn't get properly laid again until threesome time no which uh her and ping basically they fucking go for it yeah and they, they basically just like surprise him essentially yeah but like it felt really like um, it really felt like Ping and Quim May had like a really sexual connection in a weird sort of way because they were really focused on each other yeah. and I understand that that was to I, I understand that there would, would have been a part of that to help Shang but it felt quite real actually mm. yeah there's kind of this line it's not sexual but Ping asks if it's possible to love two people at the same time because she thinks she loves Ping and Shang the same so that's kind of where their poly relationship starts, which yeah. is lovely, until she dies, obviously, which is not lovely. Bye, Quinn May. Bye, Quinn May. <laughs> nice knowing you. One thing I will say about this fic, sex in this fic, pig is always bottom. Yeah, doesn't seem to be any room for discussion there. No, doesn't really seem to be much sexual reciprocation on his end I guess. I mean, it's very rare that he no, that's not the right phrase I'm looking for is it. I think it's just very rare that he makes the first move or like really mm, okay. But then again, they don't do they don't do a ton of head or hand jobs or anything like that, so it's difficult to tell kind of the dynamic yeah, of the relationship. But yeah, no, so what what did you think of the sex scenes in this? All right. I thought they were okay. I mean, they kind of none of them were too long or anything they were all kind of i don't know not brief but there wasn't anything that was like this is going on forever no or anything but um so it's kind of like some of these i've just kind of cut like oral nothing to report anal nothing to report <laughs> on my nose because it's just like it just happens and that's yeah. like that's it and then it's done and then we're back on to rocketing through the plot yeah pretty much I think I would say for me this has been it's been one of the least attention grabbing fics that we've read for me personally apart from towards the end. I would have read an entire fic about the continued polyamorous relationship mm. between the three of them. But yeah, I still think it's worth checking out because I again I don't really dip into gender bend stuff much, but it was a good concept. I thought it was well written for the most part, apart from you really need to keep an eye on the time in the plot and everything. Yeah. Um but yeah, so if you want to check it out, like we said, it's White Magnolia Pink Chrysanthemum. I'm doing well here, aren't I? I'm doing the worst. <laughs> it's on fanfiction.net and the author is Yashadoa, which is Y A S H O D O A. As always. Thank you very much for listening. Wait, well, you didn't was... answer oh, I'm sorry. my Oh god, I haven't yeah, done a quiz. We have a quiz. Yeah. We have we have a special segment oh. tonight uh though we have already discussed some of the stuff that's not one of my questions out. Damn it. So it's a brief three question mini quiz. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, okay, for you. So, how long is the Great Wall of China? <gasps> oh god. Uh like 150 miles. 5,500 miles. People walk that shit. What are they doing? Uh, What dynasty was Mulan set in? Uh, I don't know. Right, it's conflicting, but generally, the, the most common answer I come across was Northern Wei dynasty. Obviously. And how young was the last emperor of China? The last emperor of China. Yeah. I feel like you'd have only put it in there if they'd been, like, really young. So I'm gonna say, like, 14 three what three years old <laughs> if you want Wool quizzes like let me know because we can totally make this a thing i love this i absolutely want this to be a thing i might do one for you next episode Exciting. We'll, we'll see how it goes um so as per usual thank you very much for taking time out of your day to listen to us two idiots prattling on if you'd like to connect with us it's actually toxic. if you'd like to connect with us we are on social media you can find us on at contains lemons on twitter You can also email us. We are containslemons at gmail dot com. Any sponsors out there?
1: We're listening
0: because I can't afford to put petrol in my car to go to work. I really want to go on holiday. I'm very, very pale. I like the fact that you say that and I know you. So I know that regardless of where you go, you will come back still pale. I used beds for like a year and still didn't get a tan. <laughs> if you have any questions, suggestions, or, then sponsors. or sponsors, then get in touch. As always, I've been Lorna, she's been Bex, and it's Lemon Out. out.